Welcome to The Holistic Woman, a podcast by Dory. Here we want to talk about women's health with a holistic approach and questions you might have and don't know who to ask them to. I will try my best to answer those questions and if I don't have the answer, I will ask other professionals to answer them for you. So follow us and get ready to learn more. This is a Q&A session, so today I will be answering a question a listener sent in. Hi Dory, my name is Kim. I'm calling from Florida in the U.S. First of all, I wanted to thank you for starting this podcast. Last podcast was extremely helpful on adrenal fatigue since I'm dealing with that currently. But I wanted to ask you, since I can't afford to go the homeopathic route, is there any test, blood work or or whatever that you could recommend that I ask my primary care physician to order for me. Um, we have a good rapport, so she's pretty likely to to run any um, you know tests that I recommend. And I'm also seeing an an, an chronologist um, on the night, and also I've never seen him before. But also, um, you know, maybe he'd be willing to to run more um, tests that a regular doctor wouldn't normally perform. So if you could answer that for me, I'd greatly appreciate it. And I just wanted to say, keep up the great work and thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, Kim. Thank you so much for tuning in all the way from Florida and for sending in your question. I hope this episode will help you answer some of them, even though it might not be the answer you want to hear. So the problem with this is I know those tests are really expensive and seeing a homeopathic doctor isn't cheap but even though i could tell you which tests to get the problem is if your general medical provider isn't experienced with treating adrenal fatigue and it's not even their fault they don't learn about it in medical school as it's not a recognized medical condition um so she could test all those things but still have no idea how to read the results okay that's very tricky because you can do this test, but if no one can read them, they can actually help you. Um, the usual tests done the GPs are also done in blood. So if they test for hormones, the problem with this is in blood tests, all hormones get tested. So they count all the hormones that are floating around in your blood. But hormones can be free-floating or they can be attached to a little protein boat, to say. Like it's not actually a boat obviously but they're like attached and float around with their protein so when you test in your blood you count all the hormones that are in your blood but only the free floating hormones in your blood can actually do something and yeah make a change in your body so when you test it in saliva you will actually count the free floating hormones not all the hormones together so you get a totally different result because you might have enough or it looks like you have enough in your blood, but most of your hormones are actually attached to a protein and therefore can't do anything anymore in your body. So it wouldn't give you an accurate result. So you really need to count how many free hormones you have, and you can only do that in a saliva test. Also, long-term stress, which caused adrenal fatigue, um, depletes your body of minerals and vitamins. And again, here, the general tests you get done at a doctor's office there will most likely a lot of them come back in normal range. But that doesn't mean it doesn't give you problems. Okay. Um, so if, for example, you have 
I don't know, some mineral that's pretty low and then another mineral that's pretty high but still in the normal range, the GP will tell you everything is fine. While an integrative medicine doctor or a homeopathic doctor will look at it and say, well, you're pretty low in this and you're pretty high in this. And that leads to another symptom you might have. So we need to treat this anyway. Um, and that will not happen if you just go to a doctor or an endocrinologist. Um, when I started on this journey to try to find help, I actually went to three different countries, doctors from three different countries to find help. So I was living in the UK when it started um, and I was seeing multiple GPs over there. I was complaining about being hypoglycemic, for feeling really dizzy, for getting panic and anxiety. And all they did was putting me on beta blockers. They did check my blood sugar, but they said it was always low. So for them, it wasn't diabetes, but they didn't do anything about it other than that. Um, so that was the first thing. Then I went to an integrative doctor in the States. And in hindsight, I'm very surprised that she did not mention adrenal fatigue to me or started treating me for, for it because I feel like she should have known. But then you never know. It might have not been her area of expertise. And then I moved to Germany. And again, I went to two different GPs. And both of them wanted me to put me just on antidepressants. They didn't want to run any other tests. Um, then I started seeing an, a homeopathic doctor, which led me to the adrenal fatigue route. And I started reading up on it. I read so many books. I did so much research. I watched so many YouTube videos. And I really started getting into it. And I researched doctors that know about it. I found one normal doctor. I just call it normal now. Um, who actually wrote a really amazing book about it. Um but unfortunately, he doesn't take any new clients, so I couldn't go and see him. Um, and then I paid for privately to see an endocrinologist, and she did not want to hear anything about it. She didn't want to hear. I've seen a homeopathic doctor. She told me they're all stupid, and their tests are inaccurate, and it all doesn't make sense. And she was very rude and very condescending. So I did not go back to her either. And then I ended up finding an integrative doctor over here who actually started yeah treating me with bioidentical hormones looking all the mineral levels which I had started with the homeopathic doctor but they can't prescribe um, hormone treatments for example so to have the full picture and have everything together I had to find another doctor which again I still had to pay for myself because like even if you do the tests or get your normal medical provider to do the test for you if they can't read the results um, it won't help you and also if it's not standardized medical tests I'm pretty sure your health insurance won't cover them so they can't just do them even if you ask them to but to talk about tests I had done to get better um, were first of all to check my stress levels and seeing what's going on with the chemical balances in my brain because of the constant stress the hormonal stress axis is disturbed in your body so they were checking for dopamine adrenaline noradrenaline serotonin gaba and glutamate which is tested in a urine sample and then again those hormones need amino acids so having enough protein in your diet vitamin b vitamin c copper and magnesium to actually be 
um, made in your body. So you need to check in your blood if you have enough of those. And then the goal of the therapy is always to restore the body's balance. Also, I had my blood sugar tested. I had a cortisol day profile done. Um, I had a saliva test to test for DHEA, estriol, estradiol, progesterone and testosterone. And then I had all the minerals tested in my blood. So, And there were loads of them. Also, they did a full thyroid panel with TH. TSH, FT3, FT4, and TPO antibodies. And they tested for aldosterone and natrium and calcium levels in my blood. So really, it was so many tests that were done. But again, if your doctor doesn't know what to do with the results, they still can't help you. Um, there's a test you can do at home. So if you want to check, it's a pupil test by CROs. So you want to darken your room a little bit. You need a flashlight and a mirror and a timer. And then you shine the flashlight into one of your eyes. And then with the other eye, you watch in the mirror what's happened to your pupil or you have someone else do it for you. So the normal reaction would be that the pupil is contracting and staying contracted while the light shines on it. But if you have adrenal fatigue, the muscles in your eye actually cannot hold the contraction anymore. So it opens back up and even though the light still shines on it. And then it will switch between opening and closing. And then you do the same test in the other eye as well. And this is also a good test to see if your adrenal fatigue has improved after a couple months of treatment. The thing is also you have to be very careful there is Even if you have the results and you know you have adrenal fatigue, there is no magic pill to solve it. It's such a multi-level approach to deal with it. It's, yeah, so there's no magic pill and you take that and you feel better and then you think, oh, I'm going to do everything and I'm going to be so much better and everything is going to be great. No, it takes so much patience. You didn't get here overnight and you need so much patience to get out of it, which I know is hard. Especially if you're like me and you're used to having loads and loads and loads of energy. Um, it is really hard to be patient when your body isn't coping anymore. And if you're not feeling well and if you're so tired or whatever your symptoms are. Or you have heart races or anxiety attacks or whatever it is. So it's not easy. I know that. But you can only like try to help yourself. Even if you have a really good doctor at the end you need to help yourself and you need to get the doctor to help you help yourself. So because the adrenal glands build aldosterone, which then regulates your natrium and calcium levels in your blood, um, this has a lot to do with how hydrated you are. So being adrenal fatigue can also mean that you're not, that you're de chronically dehydrated because your body isn't coping well with those. So sometimes... Um, there's something called an adrenal cocktail, which is like a mix of salt and water. And I think there's something else people put in it. But anyway, like when I had it real bad, I had to drink salt water sometimes. And it really helped um, my symptoms of feeling a little bit better. Yeah, as I said before, getting all the blood results will not provide the magic solution. The change of lifestyle is really, really essential in your recovery. You need to identify your stressors and reduce them. And that can be current things, but it can also be past trauma. 
Um, so it's really, really important to get some counseling, to get someone to talk to, um, make a list of what's good for you and what isn't good for you. What's, what's giving you energy and what's stealing it. Like that can be situations, that can be people, that can be something you eat, something like you watch. Um, it can be so many things to really sit down and be honest with yourself. Like what's sapping your energy? What's taking away your energy and that has to go? You have to be very strict with yourself. Like as I said before, my main problem was getting into hypoglycemia. So I noticed pretty quickly one of my biggest stress, like being hypoglycemic is a big stressor for the, for the body. Like it feels just awful. But I knew very quickly which foods would trigger it, for example. So I knew which foods to avoid um, to not get into this situation or get better very slowly. And then also other situations, obviously, in life. Like, what can you do? Are you overwhelmed with your everyday chores? Is it your job? Is it a certain person? Like, you have to be really honest and see what's triggering your stress or when do you feel worse? Like, what's making it worse? And then try to eliminate that from your life. It's also super important to do regular relaxation. Learn some breathing techniques to be able to calm your nervous system down. To get out of this constant stress cycle. Um, yeah, go to bed before 10.30pm. Try to sleep at least till 8. I mean, depending on what your job is. Or if you have kids, that might be really hard. Like, I've never managed to sleep till eight but we made it a rule to go to bed by 10 and that was really so important like working on my sleeping routine I think was one of the essential factors for me to start feeling better leaving the phones in a different room that I'm sleeping and not taking the phone to bed switching off tv and everything and I started reading again which really helped me to relax, to calm down, to not look at the screen so much. Um, do something every day that excites you or that makes you smile. Um, and then obviously after you had your um, tests, your blood work done, take your uh, minerals and vitamins regularly. And again here, why it's so important to get someone professional to help you with this is because there's some minerals and vitamins you shouldn't be taking together because your body just can't absorb them and they can also yeah make a reaction that's not very positive so making sure you have a person that can recommend which minerals and vitamins to take at the same time and which not to get take together is very important like I am not a fan of take, taking a multivitamin because there can be a lot of stuff in there that you shouldn't be taking together anyway um, so that's another reason why I'm really advocating for talking to someone who knows about it, even though it is expensive. Um, also try to not focus on your problems the whole time, like believe that you will get better. And now I know I've been there. It's hard to believe that when you feel so down and when every day seems a fight, but try to like for me it's always like I can deal with things so much better when I know I have a plan on how to improve okay so like going to bed early cutting out certain foods maybe that make you feel worse um drinking every day like you can start with really small steps like it doesn't have to be overwhelming or it shouldn't be overwhelming but if you start with one thing 
for two weeks and then add another thing for another two weeks and then keep building up to a more healthy, more positive lifestyle. Um, start writing down what you experienced, what you're worried about, what was positive. Like, like have a gratitude journal. You write every day three things that were good, that you're grateful for. Um, do you, yeah, regular ex um, relaxation exercises. Eat regularly because if you maybe have gained weight during your journey of adrenal fatigue and you feel like you want to lose weight, this is not the time because going on diets actually adds more stress to your body than it's helpful right now. So going on a diet is not the right time right now. Then write down which foods are you tolerating and which foods make you not feel great. Start reading again. Use, like, take time to eat. Don't eat on the go. Like, sit down, breathe, and then start eating. Yes, you can drink in the morning a glass of water with a knife tip of salt in it. Um, try to not drink juice in the morning. Try to eat whole grain foods instead of white flour products. Um, eat your food, like chew your food very well. And then make sure you take care of your own health. So that's like tips you can do even if you haven't seen a doctor. Um, and for everything else, it's not my scope of practice to tell you which minerals to take. Because it's so individually, it really needs to be seen in your blood and with your symptoms and what's going on with your hormones and your minerals and your vitamins. And you have to see the whole picture. And also, as I said before, to see what are your stressors, how can you reduce them. Because if you just start taking stuff but don't change anything in your life, you will not get better. What I would like you to take away today is don't save money at the wrong end. If you've had adrenal fatigue, you've been struggling for a while and you might have tried to find help a couple times already and you've been disappointed. So researching someone close to you or who does online appointments who can really help you is worth the money. But you can also start with lifestyle changes straight away because without the lifestyle changes, all the treatment you can get from a professional will not have the same results if you don't change your life identify your stresses take a notch back and really try to give your body the rest it needs to recover if you enjoyed today's episode i would love to hear from you and if you have any further questions you want me to answer please send them along i'm happy to help